Will and you I stop like, advertising other people's <laughs> podcasts? <laughs> Is that what we do in the first five got... minutes? Hey, you got other options. <laughs> Hello and welcome to you. Is it episode 40? It's episode 40. Of whatever the fuck you want to call it. Let's get it out of the way. Sorry, Mrs. James's <laughs> mum. The Woke to Act Club. It's called Shopwood Carry Water, aka The Woke to Act Club. Okay, so we need to talk about this. I think woke is problematic. What have you listened to? Because I listened to something that said uh, My woke wife. was problematic. <laughs> but I also asked, was it problematic if... Uh, part Indian grandson of an immigrant uses it. So she might have listened to the same podcast that I listened to. I've seen it on Instagram. Oh, okay. So I listened to a podcast called uh, You're Wrong About, which is a really good podcast if you're looking at knowing things that you're wrong about. And they do a whole episode on cancel culture, which is really interesting if you want to listen to it about how we're wrong about cancel culture and where it's come from and uh, what it means to be cancelled and why we should cancel people. Um, Which was the conversation that we had, wasn't it, about cancel culture and Mm. the idea that you can't just cancel everyone you don't agree with. No, that you should, like, it's only in conversation. This is actually something I want to talk about this week. Mm. Anyway, But they were talking about um, the idea that if you constantly cancel people, you just have polarised people and then you just never meet in the middle. So they were talking about that and they were talking about the the cancel culture has derived from hip-hop music and black culture because it started off with... Um, rappers saying that people were cancelled in their lyrics and then there was a particular example where they'd said oh no we're just gonna we're gonna like you're cancelled or something and then within that sentence they then talk about how woke is also yeah, woke something is that a, we is have a black community yeah we too. have white people have stolen it <laughs> from black communities and have used it for their own mm. uh gain and their own conversations so yeah so maybe we'll just say chop wood carry water from now on no better we, do better have we have we excelled have we leveled up (laughs) we've called ourselves out (laughs) we need that horn yeah Mm. interesting though suggestions for a better name some some american woman has started a podcast called chop with carry water yeah what does she talk about in it i don't know but it's like chop with carry water with melissa von hart and jürgen glue i don't know made up a name i'm gonna listen to her well she's high on the google searches (laughs) I'm going to Google. I'm going to probably like some sort of like self care thing. It definitely is. And then we're just here being like, fuck you all. What about calling ourselves like two's a crowd? Yeah, I think we'll call it that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should go with something like old man and teenage boy (laughs) discuss. (laughs) I think we should do that. My white privilege and my immigrant friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hate the fact that I'm white privilege, but I absolutely am. Um, There is a really good podcast that I listen to called This Is Important. Can you stop advertising other people's (laughs) podcasts? (laughs) Is that what we do in the first five minutes? Hey, you got other options, okay? Don't worry, I'm probably going to bring another one up in this podcast today, but um, there was another one that's called This Is Important, and I just think that would summarise everything that we talk about because everything I'm always like this is important everyone here's the dis- here's the like the lowdown like you come here and we just talk about stuff we've listened to on other podcasts so uh, that is essentially we're actually a review <coughs> with the cliff notes of podcasts yeah. Yeah. so we'll just take um, snapshots of everything we've listened to this week which is predominantly let's be honest true crime 
<laughs> Joe Rogan. And how dare you? I'm not. Rich Roll. <laughs> Rich Roll. <laughs> exactly. That, that obscure podcast. Exactly. So, so yeah. Here we are. Here Doing we reviews. Are. We're a podcast about podcasts. Oh, no, we do music. <laughs> we're not. We're pioneers. I'm telling you now explicitly that people are not telling us they're listening, just copying they're our podcast week by week. secret listening. Yes. Hashtag secret listening. I agree. Really secretly because they don't follow us on Instagram or mm. anything. They just listen. Yeah, but they know they have engaged with us. They know. Have they? Yeah. Why did I miss that? <laughs> oh my God. Can we do, I was going to send you something uh, this week because I thought it was really funny. So last week. Or the last week. Last week. Oh my God. Or the oh week before. That your, that's your Tom. You know, like, where are you? <laughs> it's me saying Anything last. like, bath, last. <laughs> it's because I'm from the fucking countryside. When, when your fans make you really famous, people are going to be like, do you make your impression? Be like, last week. <laughs> no. So I'm not saying. Can you make your karaoke song, that week. stroke song? <laughs> last yeah, I will. Um, my karaoke song also was We As Teenage Dirt Bag. I forgot it. I remembered it. There's two parts to it. Like you can do voices and everything. It's a, it's a good one, I think. Um, so a few, the other week you said you mentioned Touche Amore in your Instagram story and then they reacted to your story and they engaged with you. Twice now. Which is like they amazing. Like so as well. We're basically, <laughs> I'm on the guest list. Here's my version of that happening. So I was on Instagram. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> I always like ripped his phone out of his pocket and it's like desperate. Stop. It's not even music related before you start. Okay. Let me just play some background music oh, while you do sick. it. No, because it's not. Don't you dare. I hate it because. Come on, keep going. No, I'm not. No. We don't pay for that. Yeah, we can't. Get, do get it. off before it's 15 seconds. I'm going to buy a keyboard and learn how to play it <laughs> every week on the. That's like a level of troll, trolling that I can get on board with because yeah, you've. I like... went to music school. <laughs> Took me oh eight my months. god, I watched a YouTube video. In fact, I'm gonna encourage you and Carrie to get married just so I can be like, I'd really like to play your first dance. No, I, will, oh, I will pay them oh, any, yeah. If we ever get married, I want you to learn that on I the want keyboard. You to stay away. <laughs> accordion, I'm not inviting you. On accordion. We have an accordion. Um, my dad's got one. Yeah. So you can like learn the symbols between my knees. Yeah. And then you play that song. You play that song either as I walk down the aisle or as I leave. But I'm really on board with this just because I think the Goodbye, commitment. Mickey J. <laughs> It yeah. used to be your surname, but you're losing hey, it now because of the patriarchy. I'm not losing my surname. We've had this discussion. Are you going double barreled? No, I'm just not. I'm just not doing it. Although I did tell Kerry like in front of people and he was like, we've never had this discussion. I was like, well, we're having it now. What about your I dogs? Would... Are they going to keep your surname? The dog's, guinea got, pig? dog's got my surname. What? <laughs> he just looked up like, what? Yeah, I do? He's, he's Dags James. Dags James? Isn't it? Yeah, um, I, wouldn't take, I wouldn't take Kerry's last name. <laughs> he's so mad at me right now. Yeah, he's furious at you. Um, so here's my, here's how I engage. So I was on Instagram yesterday morning and someone's story... <laughs> Um, we both, I think we both follow them, but they're like, um, a CrossFit seminar staff person <laughs> who's like quite well known and they put an Instagram story out being like, does, does anyone have expert? Cause when I get in the sea, it's really bad. <laughs> so I responded being like, Hey, <laughs> here's my top tips. Um, no, yeah. But I was like, did you say rub yourself in goose fat? No, I just said, yeah, sometimes it being in the sea, the salt does make my ex sting. however it is the only thing that controls it 
without me having to use steroid cream. So I was like, stick with it because it is worth it. And she messaged back saying, thank you so much for this. Because of this advice, I will definitely do it. And I was like, chaffing. So while you're there sharing anecdotes with bands, I'm giving skin advice. You are a doctor. Did you say? Did you say like, uh, yes, Doctor James here? I can confirm. See, my advice would have been like, oh, you've got to get a pair of tights, fill them with porridge oats, and then run a bath through it because of the oat water. Yeah, well, they put oats in a lot of eczema-related items. Yeah. So there we are. Hit me up with all your eczema-related. You buy a pair of socks for eczema, and it's just full of oats. (laughs) (laughs) They just fill a packaging with oats, just to not just to troll you. No, so you can hit me up with any of your eczema-related. But then uh, nutritionists would be like, "Oh, you need to get rid of grains." Hey, here's something that might be controversial. My diet has, and I know that other people might have this, but my diet has. I cannot make any links between my diet, even when I ate meat and dairy between my diet and my skin what it is is like a lot of it is hormone related and just stress Mm. in the world so it might look like it's coinciding with my diet but then i'd be like oh no i'm just stressed yeah so yeah don't overcomplicate things just look zoom out look at what's hitting you in the face and then be like oh okay it's that in vegan news someone posted a big (laughs) thing about like some ex-vegan who's now talking about how a vegan diet is definitely more suffering and death than a meat-eating one. And I was like, hang on. I know vegans that just eat plants, like mm. just vegetables. Yeah. So I could take your exact diet that you're eating as a meat-eater, not yours, but a meat-eater, just remove the meat, and then you're still going to tell me that mm. there's more death involved. People, and I'm also like, why do you care? Just do your thing. Stop telling people about it. Me eating only vegan food does not impact you. But however, I went on a weekend away recently where there was more than me just being vegan. And it was the loveliest time I've had with food recently in a group of people. We ate chips for breakfast. Well, no, people actually (laughs) considered me. And we had like breakfast tacos made with like tofu and vegan salt. It was amazing because I wasn't the only one. And not one person said, your food looks rank, which was lovely. So, so what yeah. you're saying is you need like a... More vegan friends. Another vegan friend to... Well, no, it's like when I go out with like you and I think you, you just need Carrie. better friends that care. <laughs> when I go out with you and Carrie, it's lovely because I'm like, ah, oh, all of a sudden I don't have to justify this or I can eat a bowl of chips and not be judged. However... Hey, back in the dark old days of being a vegan, we used to get to wear the spoons and order a bowl of peas. Oh my God. That was shout out to Ron. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is actually lovely. No one has judged my food. And it was nice to have a discussion with... <laughs> I'm saying this like... But it was nice to have we a discussion lost with... everyone. Yeah, we lost everyone. But it was nice to have a discussion with other vegans about why they were vegan. And lots of people's weren't based on the fact that it was... Now it's based on the fact that it's environmental yeah and stuff like that but a lot of it was based on it turns out i'm really intolerant to dairy which a lot of people are everyone everyone you just overcome it as you get older well yeah so yeah it was anyway that's my side note how's your week been (laughs) how's my week been it's been yeah it's been stressful Mm -hmm. but first of all stress so you know nice swings and roundabouts yeah exactly Apart from that, it yeah. was Father's Day. Did you have a nice day? I had a lovely time. We went wild <laughs> camping on the border of your old stomping grounds. We were up yeah. by Hereford. It was really forest. funny. So when um, Carrie texted me, I was literally about 30 minutes behind you on the same road. 
And I was like, this is really funny. Well, I was laughing because I was like, send it live from the OK Diner. I was going to phone you from there. Because <laughs> I was like, she must be within spitting distance. The OK Diner is the... F- so, And then I was trying to guess what... Because we were trying to work out what your road looks like. And right. I was like, it's not an estate. I was like, I don't think it's a... An isolated farmhouse but i was like i imagine it's like a sort of lane with a few dotted houses along it yeah and then as we were driving along i was like it could be this way so i was like no where where you are with with the okay diner it's not it's about 15 minutes away from there into drive into hereford past the big chocolate factory oh so you're now i know where you are you're like no so wait so the chocolate factory you need to be east of that okay i think 50 minutes east. But you are you really just close. You yourself. Oh, so where we... Oh my God, this is such a boring conversation. We'll have it another time. But yeah, yeah, you... um, There is a... There is a... Before the chocolate factory, there's a roundabout. If anyone knows the OK Diner, shout out, let us know. <laughs> Give them a review. Tell before, them we sent you. Before the chocolate factory, there's a roundabout. That's the dream sponsor. Before the roundabout, there's a petrol station. Yeah. Do you know the petrol station? Oh, I'm well familiar with it. Okay. That. Turn right opposite that petrol station. You literally just said we can do this conversation. Yeah, I know, but I'm time. still going. Go, turn right down past the. Stop telling oh, the internet up. where your parents live. Oh yeah, I'll stop now. And then when you find a big country <laughs> estate, there, but okay. <laughs> ask the butler and he'll drive you up. Um, no. Okay. Well, there we are. That's. Can you get to your house by river? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. I do want to talk about something. <laughs> One of my favorite creators in the world has just released a new video. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's wonderful. I nice. think everyone should watch it. It is 30 okay. minutes on, on the YouTubes. So there's a guy called Bo Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a lecturer in a university who lectures on like outdoor going outdoors and oh doing God, stuff. I want that job. Yeah, it's brilliant. But he has done a series of films and he filmed this ages ago. It's taken ages for it to come out, but it's the commute to work. So he mm-hmm. walk, he he lives 70, a 75 minute drive away from his campus. So he drives every day and then he yeah. walked to work and made a film about it. And it's amazing. So it takes oh, wow. him two days to walk to work. But the, he does, he's the guy that ate nothing but beans. Right, for, okay. And he did a marathon. He ran a mile an hour for 24 hours oh, okay. and did yeah, task yeah. You know, yeah really creative um and this one is paddle to work whoa it takes him four days it, to paddle yeah and it, he gets there by river yeah from oh, the river whoa. from outside his house but it's just so i don't know it's like i can't explain it you, i guess he might be marmite people might watch yeah, him be like, okay, but i would strongly recommend we should start a challenge that's get to work in the most creative way but it wouldn't really work at the moment because everyone's working from home mostly mm. but we should do that but he so the one of the things that he used to go on big adventures mm. but now he's got a child so he's like i can't go away to other countries for months at a time yeah that's fair enough but he's like i'm trying to find adventure and it's very similar to alistair humphreys who does it in the uk but cool uh, <laughs> i think it's because he's a crazy australian mm. but yeah it's really good and he talks all about like what's happening with the waterways and yeah oh, it's, that's it's really like cool. one of the best kind of philosopher he would never class mm. him but it's definitely like he has a really like wonderful way of kind of getting you to think deeper yeah with very everyday stuff so definitely oh, put really cool. 33 minutes aside we can go put check it in out the show notes, yeah just search for like paddle commute to work okay cool or if you want to giggle watch the man eats nothing but beans okay <laughs> i'm gonna put this on my list of youtube videos to watch because he's he's up there casey nice that like as oh, good wow. yeah, he's okay, cool. incredible okay i'm gonna watch the paddle to work one 
Yeah, definitely. I'm watch really, the walk to work one first. Oh, okay, sorry. Right, I watched the walk to work and then I'll watch one. Yeah, okay, cool. There Let's, we go. Excellent. So that's your week? That's my week, yeah. Nice. Watch that video. Um, for those that have followed me on Instagram, <laughs> you, can, you, okay, you can document me having some sort of existential crisis this week. I've about, done some research on it. About my should head we talk and my about heart. It? Yeah, should we, let's talk about it. I think we need to talk about it. I've had... Here we go. Two me, cis white people talking about... Uh, actually, well, I don't class so I put a call out for people to discuss with me in a private message about... So trans athletes yeah, so being a, allowed to compete at an internet. Well, being so, allowed to compete. So yeah, so on the back of the New Zealand weightlifter qualifying for the Olympic Games, who is a trans athlete and it being a topic for debate, I was then like so I went from two things. So my first thing was that I was incredibly triggered that the amount of people that had suddenly decided to speak up about how fair women's sport was. I was like, this isn't you don't care about the issue of how fair women's sport is a lot of you are using this to get people to go to your instagram feed and to buy the products that you're selling because there was one where it was like well someone has to stick up for women's sport and i'm like but if you've never stuck up for women's sport about any other matters before in terms of like the way that women are spoken about in the media like the Osaka thing, loads of people didn't mention that at all, but suddenly they're now saying, oh, women's sport isn't very fair. And, you know, the whole idea of like, <coughs> there are massive funding gaps. There's massive research gaps. There are massive issues around when can female athletes have children, you know, all this sort of stuff. And I was like, you've never spoken out about this before. So why are you choosing this time now to be like, well, women's sport isn't fair. So I started off being like, I'm just angry. And then I was like, I haven't seen any women discuss this. I haven't seen any female athletes discuss this. I haven't seen anybody that works in like the sports science industry as a woman want to talk about it on Instagram so, or even Twitter. No, so you saw like, con- people that thrive on controversy. Well, talking thrive about on it. clickbait, basically. Yeah. We're talking about it. So I was like, oh, does anyone, can anyone signpost me to any accounts or any research that discusses this in a more balanced way? scientific way so i had loads of response where people were signposting me to stuff and i had lots of people giving their opinion which i was like i'm not going to share the answers because i feel like some people are going to disagree with this person's opinion and i'm not Shout out to the patreon users stay tuned <laughs> but i'm just not up for facilitating <laughs> a debate between two different people but i guess I don't know everyone kind of seemed to have the exact same argument pr- presented in different ways so there's the first like emotionally driven argument which is if we want to live in a fair and equal society which is the goal of most of my instagram feed because i'm in an echo chamber of people that agree with that we should allow this to happen this is something that should happen but then the other side of the argument is based off scientific fact which is like the brain argument which is that there's a difference there is a physiological difference between boys and girls that difference is widened during puberty but even at conception and when you are decided if you're a boy or a girl in that point you are physiologically different from that point so like whatever basically as much as i hate to say it men are vastly stronger more powerful you know they're they are already physiologically designed to be those sorts of athletes so then when you put that in like on an elite stage this like the trans athlete has competed in weightlifting as a man 
and this is before like going through testosterone suppression so they've already had all the benefits of puberty all the benefits of training without suppressed testosterone and then are competing as a woman but like I listened to a podcast on it I shared it on my Instagram feed you can go back and find it but um they're saying that there is a 20 to 30 percent difference in the strength of male and female athletes well male and females basically but you can just go by the world records yeah exactly but there is a scientifically researched and proven difference it's 20 i think 20 to 30 percent there are other people that say different but i'm going off these two Mm because they were sports scientists with with testosterone suppression you only decrease that strength by five percent so at the top end, this athlete could potentially be 25% stronger, even with testosterone uh, suppressants. And then you're like, well, this isn't fair. <laughs> like, it's not okay for them to compete with those physiological uh, well, advantages. I think this is where we have to be really, you have to be really mindful about how you describe it. Because it's like, whether it's okay, like, I guess it's an opinion. I'm not telling you what to think, mm. but... So you, you're facing this kind of dichotomy of like, well, I believe two things at once, mm. Mm. which is a bit like, I don't want to distract from this. I want to get into this, but like, this is the wider thing that we talk about all the time that things aren't simple. No, not at all. COVID isn't simple. Politics isn't simple. And you don't have to pick sides apart from when it comes to oppression. Yeah. You know, but in terms of it's okay to feel conflicted and understand that things are complex and that's where it's really important to listen Mm -hmm. to people with different opinions because sometimes the more you listen the more you can understand why you may not agree with them Mm -hmm. but at least you understand why and if they're listened to sometimes people explaining themselves and explain their reasoning helps them see it in a different way yeah but i did some research on this Mm -hmm. it's been very interesting Mm. so I've, you know, I've been really confused about that. And it's like, it doesn't matter why I'm confused. It's not affecting me, but you you kind of think, okay, well, what, what does it mean? So I looked up, um, is it true that, you know, swathes of records are falling to trans athletes and you know, how that, how that stacks up. And it doesn't seem to be that true. The percent, you know, you have been able to compete at the Olympics as a trans athlete for 13 years or yeah, it was something it a that long was passed, time. Yeah. And it's taken this long for anyone to do it mm-hmm. that, you know, um, and if you, if you look at it with a microscope in individual cases, it's, it, it would appear unfair and problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at it on a macro level, it's absolutely Mm. non-existent in yeah. that sense but i think so i'm gonna pull up this website okay it's really hard as well i so realize why is, um, i'm not a researcher well no this is <laughs> welcome to my job um but this is the in this is what i think a lot of people's points were was that we actually don't know how this is going to play out in terms of this occurring has actually never really occurred in this environment before um so we kind of need this these examples to happen so that we can then have concrete evidence of why it should or should not work or should or should not happen it's like 
not enough for us to and I think that's what makes it so great is that we actually don't have that much evidence to be like well she's going to go and absolutely crush this event now but but this is a this is the thing of like when you're talking about sport so the the bit I found really interesting is why there's girls and boys sport yeah in the first place and in America let me just get to this in America I think it was to do with that they um created like a policy to increase access to sport for people to go to university Mm -hmm. so if you think um being able to like access like sponsorship and be eligible to pay for sport so they they were first like okay we'll just make all teams and you can play boys and girls together mixed teams Mm but it wasn't happening. So in order to fast track and increase the number of women attending university, they created mm-hmm. women only sport. Like it wasn't a thing. Yeah. So they were like, okay, we'll make, and there was no, you know, boys weren't going to play on girls sports teams. There's not like men going into netball and dominating it. So this idea of like, if you just said tennis, like, I mean, Serena Williams could probably win, Wimbledon against anyone well this is an interesting thing so in in some of the stuff that I was reading the article that I shared from the Guardian Serena Williams is quoted saying if I played Andy Murray he would beat me 6-0 6-0 oh well there we go so I was defunct me yeah and I'm like oh but if she so this is the question so the idea of like sport sports invented yeah and over this time, like the Olympics in ancient Greece was just men. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way we've evolved. But now you could be like, okay, just make all sports sport. And there's the argument of like, I don't know, but like if women were competing from an early age with men equally in all track and field and everything, would women get faster? Mm. But now like, now women are skateboarding with men. Women yeah. get women skateboarding has improved yeah. vastly. But like but there's, 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 a, there's a cap to like, they've said there's, no one will ever run faster than eczema because physiologically, unless there's an outlier, yeah, it's ju- there's just a limit to how fast a human can run. And there'll be a limit to how far, you know, the, the slowest elite man is, it, like if you take the top 10 men and take number 10, is number 10 still faster than the top one woman of all time? Because mm-hmm. um, that argument is interesting. Like if they, if men and women were allowed to play from an early age, I think women would improve, mm. but then I... The outliers will still be the outliers. Yeah, and I, I still don't think that you would have women surpass men. Do you know, do you know what I mean? But in certain sports, you will. Well, distance running. Yeah, but I think... Longer distance running. Yeah, but if you're going to talk about Knitting, like... Knitting, cooking... Oh my fucking uh, God. Stop before I throw something at you. But Also, it's probably a load of men out there being like, fuck you, I, I can out-knit a woman. Yeah, exactly, fuck you, I can knit. Can you? I can't actually knit. Knit one, pearl one. I can cast on. Oh, nice. I can't knit. So anyway, this idea of sport, like what is the real concern? Is it that women are in danger? So, I mean, some women might be like, I'm totally fine to fight a trans mm. woman. So the arg- I think the argument is sport is built on like the foundations of like fairness, so everyone starts with an equal playing field. Now you can argue this, that that doesn't start from the start anyway, because you can bring the argument of Michael Phelps is, has a physiological advantage over men in his category. But the idea is, is that 
you you start on a level playing field and then people that are going to get an edge over their competition that edge is given to them fairly without them having to well for in this example change sex so like people's issue with it is because it's instilled in us that sport should be a fair thing and this is why we're so anti-doping and then when it comes out society is absolutely flawed that it's happened but then we're like oh doping is really bad but there are instances in like the tour de france where men have got i think it's like 25 to 30 percent better red blood cell this is me completely Mm -hmm. hashing this where they so they have a natural ability for Uh, blood doping yeah Yeah, for blood doping but for some reason that is celebrated but then it's because it is a something that's happened naturally i guess but i think the issue is is like you know if we're going to build if we're going to instill from a young age that sport is built on the idea of fairness and fair competition and you win by having an advantage that you have won fairly then the idea of a trans female competing in a female category goes against everything that as a society sport is built on but then if we're trying because, to <laughs> because they're talking about removing opposite so firstly mm. i think you know on a primary level just letting kids play sport as the gender they identify mm-hmm. should not be like think of the barriers you'd have to overcome being a trans child anyway. yeah exactly so i think in terms of that it's a no-brainer like mm. just chill out mm-hmm. there there was um some teenage girls in america who sued yes about it but then that girl also went on to beat so they the category she was racing in first and second place were won like in a dominating fashion by trans athletes Mm -hmm. but then in the midst of her lawsuit she went and beat those Mm -hmm. athletes but then you also think well maybe those athletes are now having to feel like in the incredibles of like yeah don't win just come second Mm -hmm. you don't know it's really complicated but it, the complexity of it is like when it comes to money and opportunity to education, like if you, uh, you know, if non-trans women have less opportunity to access education because of this, that's a problem with like access to education. Mm. Yeah. The evidence doesn't show that there's a massive cohort of trans athletes dominating sport. It, I don't think there's like some secret patriarchy thing. And you also think that child that sued would they've sued if their parents hadn't been like, you know, I don't know the situation, you know, are their parents being like, this isn't fair, my child needs. And ultimately society will, it's really difficult because the testing is abhorrent, like genital inspection, all this crazy stuff they do, as opposed to just sport being like, surely ultimately sport for the public is entertainment. Mm. They just want to see the fastest person run the fastest. They want to see the, you know, and... I don't know whether it just needs to be left to play out. Mm-hmm. And okay, if in 10 years time, there's just like, if if all competition is just won by men and tra- like, because ultimately trans athletes are still not going to be anywhere near m- men mm. by that argument because they're technically they are being prohibited from their full capacity. Yeah. So sport, like, it doesn't address the problem of, like, 
you know, female footballers are never going to be paid the same as male footballers, mm. whether they are working as hard or not. Yeah. Because people don't want to watch female football. Yeah, exactly. But that's because I assume it's not as entertaining to watch because the level of, this is going to sound awful, but like the level of skill isn't the same. Well, no, it's just that, that so the ex- AM1, the exposure isn't there. They still, like the BBC will not put women's football on. You know, it's, it, there's but still... But like, if it, it, you know, can you play for Manchester United as a woman? Yeah. If you're good enough. So is it just that there isn't oh, yet no, women like, footballers? What, like, is no, it ma- is the Premier League no, male? Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. Do you know that? Have you fact-checked it? I haven't fact-checked that, but... I mean, they call it men's football and women's football. Yeah, but like, is there a law saying you can't... Is there just they haven't signed Well, yeah, that's them? interesting. I don't know if there's actually uh, something written into the clauses for it. But the, yeah, so I think sport... You know, because you will see... Like that, like in alternative sports, female surfers, mm. for, you know, like when it comes to non-content, you know, like there's other ways of expressing it. I just think is sport entertainment. And if so, just fa- like, I just think it's like if people weren't so caught up in making a living and having to survive and having to get out, if there was just like, look, you can still thrive and enjoy sport and do the best you can mm. like the message is getting conflicted of like you have to win as opposed yeah. to you have to like do your best yeah it is hard but then but and i don't want to be like it's okay because if we just have the olympics and in the final it's like number one number two number three number two is trans you don't want to single people out they're just athletes yeah exactly is it okay if you just said okay you if you win you get the accolades but everyone gets paid like enough to survive duh, 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 duh. so it's like yeah, you know, women aren't going to dominate, but they're going to have a... I don't know, it gets complicated. Yeah, it Let's does. Let's just ban it, sport. There we go, job just, done. Let's just not have sport anymore. I think there's a lot of projection from people that it doesn't affect. Yeah, completely. So I had someone respond to my story who has a blue tick for competing in elite sport, and they were like, it is from her point of view she was like this is a safety issue because i play rugby so this is something yeah. that we have to consider like i'm thinking of this not as in like a is this fair it's like a safety issue of if someone is transitioning after puberty and they have decided to make the switch to women's rugby then for whatever reason they make the elite team like they could be like 98 kilos and are playing against women who are physiologically... Have but if there was a woman that big, it wouldn't be a problem. But, like, physiologically, they're but, still going to be... If there's, a, if there's a biologically... Yeah. So it's like, do you... do you, What you're saying there is... Like, in, isn't it in the Southern Hemisphere, they do rugby, youth rugby, based on weight categories? No, so they do it based... They still do it based on age, I believe, but the ages are prescribed so that it would fit in line with puberty. However, it's still, like, the most generic system ever because puberty hits different people at different times. Like, we... we like, 13-year-old boys was a boy, are very yeah. different. I was seven stone mm. playing against, like, 13 stone mm-hmm. people that... You know, we, we played sevens once and one boy on our team had six people... Yeah. And he just ran with them all on yeah. him because he was, but he used you, to have to provide ID every match. Yeah. But they're like, so the, the reason why so age can't be. Does sport, there. contact sport like that, just need to be like, you're too 
athletic to be in this team. But then that's the thing. Like, wh- when does this become just... Like, wh- where do you draw the line then? Why do you need like, to draw the line? Because like, then you're like, oh, okay, so this needs to be like, like a... In, I guess if in 15 years all international rugby is trans athletes mm. instead of women, like as opposed to biological yeah. women, then... I mean, it's a problem for the people that want, but like, just, I guess they'll just segregate and form another league. So, like, the, I, ju- I just think that... Which is awful. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the problem is this is complicated. There is no so simple answer, but exactly. I think there should be a rule of like, include, like, I think trans children face enough issues. Yeah, exactly. As it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think sport should be that, kind of exclusionary at that age. yeah exactly but like if so then the argument was presented that well if you could transition before puberty then would that make this would this make this fair better no. or fairer but then nearly every country in the world legislates that you can't transition before 16 because they're saying that you're not competent enough to make your own decisions mm. until over 16 so that argument's moot well, and dead puberty them. blockers yeah well do they yeah oh right okay so you can try you can start hormone suppress like therapy yeah but you can't actually transition fully until you're over no 16. but the the argument of puberty being about testosterone yeah is, no, is yeah. a moot point though. yeah but like yeah i, I just my think point is stupid, there is a lot of hysteria around it the, and, the, and like again like again and this is something that i was that thinking wins, about so i uh, so i agree with the argument that if this woman... She's playing by the rules. If this Her woman... Her name shouldn't be in the papers at all. Well, like, I, if this woman wins, argument solved, right? We, there is definitely... But let's talk about, like, how much she went, whatever. But, like, the best case scenario for this whole argument to make it less murky is that she goes and wins and has, like, a 40 kilo bigger total. Because then you can be like, okay, this is the argument. What's the, the argument, worst, though? She... But she is like physiologically like she so that twenty to thirty percent strength increase that men physiologically have. Yeah, is but if you present. say that out loud, she'll have to. You know, you could game that, couldn't you? You could be like, "Well, I only need to win by five kilos." Then that was that's what Kerry said. Kerry was like, "Well, that's interesting because then if she's lifting last, she would be like, cool, 'Cool, I'll just put.' But a you don't need to lift last. You know exactly what the world well, yeah, record yeah, is." Okay. So yeah, so she could just be like, I'll put a kilo on and that's what like, I'm going to It's so hard, yeah, fail a exactly. couple, you know. But then that's presuming that but she she's wants a woman, to... Yeah, so exactly. Let her weight lift. So, but then the argument is... is because that if, society will still be like, you know, the person that can... If a, if a biological woman gets a silver medal, mm. they'll still be like, yeah, but she was up against. Yeah, exactly. But and so that, the, like that's a society... You know, it's, I don't know. I guess it's just a sport problem. But yeah, let's 100% just give everyone, is let's just give everyone enough problem. money to live and enjoy their life and then yeah. no one will give a fuck. Yeah. But it is, it let's is stop a, having rich people. There we go. It's just like, I think that it's be, it's so contentious because this is happening in a strength-based sport as well. Because like. weightlifting solely relies on strength and power and yeah, okay, like technique. So but, but women like, shouldn't do it. It's fine. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Well, but yeah, like, just I just think it, it's because one, it's, so, you know. it's so obvious that those benefits will well here's a way i've got an argument for you okay there are machines that can test the contractile strength mm. and potential of your muscles mm-hmm. so you can say you are capable of generating this much force yeah so then if you take all the athletes in a category and be like you are only capable of doing this 
And then the winning people are based on percentages of their potential. Yeah. Because if you're like, it doesn't matter what the weights are then. No, it's based on a percentage of yeah, what you're you ha- It's like the Sinclair total, isn't it? Of like, mm. but instead of body weight being like, okay, we've tested you all. Your hundred percent contractile potential is this. There's got to be the science out there to be like, you do the lift and then we'll check what you, mm-hmm. it, this should have a th- an agreed theory of like, okay, so if your potential is a hundred percent, no one's ever going to hit that. Mm. And then you just base it on like, well, your lift equates to 88%. You mm-hmm. win the medal. Mm. Your 200 kilos, like, you know, it was like 60 kilos lighter than the heaviest lift, but yeah. they weigh yeah. and they have more muscle mass. There we go. I fixed it. You're yeah. welcome. No, I know, but... Job done. Mm, Same as sprinters. You're only then capable... Of, I no. just, the argument is, no, is that... It's just skill then and hard work. Yeah, but then that's not the argument is i'm an olympic gold medalist at that point no but the, the, no the argument is is that this is no fun for anyone to watch why is it no fun because why would any, why would you watch weightlifting so you're saying to anyone be like, in the lightweight category isn't interesting no, to then, watch no because then you have to be like oh cool we'll just wait until their percentages are announced later on no like, it's, it's not live. like exciting to of course be it's like, exciting you know exactly as they go up you're like okay look uh, imagine no listen i just think that this no i'm hearing you but what i'm saying is i just don't think i'm not shutting you down let me set the scene okay you set the scene an athlete comes out on the stage Mm -hmm. there's like um you know that game show where it's like you have to pick a word and the the thing goes down 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 yeah yeah, yeah. they yeah they set the bar they snatch the bar it's Mm -hmm. a successful lift and then it goes like Four percent. You're like, right, whoa. Okay. Next person. It's exactly like skateboarding. Yeah. After each lift, they are, there's no different other than it's kilograms or percentages. Right. Okay. I like. Uh, I, do, okay. Do, do, do. No, yeah, I completely I'm, get what you what you're saying, and you're, I do think this you're does just make it a, a victim of the patriarchy right now. No, what I'm saying is, I just think that this. I think it'd be super exciting because there are people super heavyweights mm. that are lifting the heaviest weights on earth. Mm. But is it more impressive than a 40? Because that's what everyone watches on TV. They don't watch the 42K. So like boxing, Yeah, they're just waiting for to see Heavyweight who lifts, boxing yeah. is the number one draw. Mm. Heavyweight fighting in the UFC, they earn the most because people aren't interested in the little people. Because mm. people want, like, I'll be honest with you, people want the freak show. Yeah. In Japan, they will actively encourage you to take steroids in their fighting leagues because mm-hmm. they want to see it. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, the Tour de France is less exciting without doping. Yeah. So just let it go wild. But if then that's want, a different argument in itself. It's a mad it? that's max a different, Yeah. Give them all the drugs. Yeah. Let's but go. A, but that is like a different argument. Then, isn't it? That's just talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay because in 10 years time, it'll all be esports anyway. Oh, God. I d- it's just a really grey, murky area that there is no... Sol- I, like The thing I struggle with is that I want to problem-solve this in my head to have a clearer answer of, like, yes or no. This but I just yes. can't. I can't. And, like, you know, when you're like, oh, well, everything has a clear cut. You can have different opinions. But then with oppression, you... you like, there is a different We are trying side, to fit like, this is a-, a new thing into an old system. Yeah. I've just given you a perfect solution for weightlifting and you're not, not interested in it because no, you like the old system. It. No, I'm not. It's not no, that I'm not, not interested in it. it. I'm thinking of it's like application in the real world. I think it does. I think that this is a viable solution. They do it with car racing for pink slips. Mm. So you do a race mm. and if you've got two cars, if one wins by 2.1 seconds or like X amount of meters, the next time they race, they have a 
the other car has a head start so it's a dead even race yeah in the same way it would be like you and me having a race you would start if it was a four mile race you would start three miles ahead of me and then we'd race and then yeah, it'd be a fair absolutely. thing like if we were going to see how many toast bar we could do in 40 seconds you would start with Anytime, 60 seconds i would do this live oh my god whatever um just wait till there's an audience <laughs> okay um yeah i'd, I'd uh, I don't know. There's just no clue. No, but like, I mean, you could make it interesting. Like, why not have the 400 meters and be like, okay, what's the world's... Like, why not the Olympic final? Take the winners and then be like, cool. So your fastest ever time is 45 seconds Mm. and yours is 42 seconds. So you go two seconds first. Mm. Or we just work out the distance because you know exactly how... Like, science is there. We know exactly how far they cover in that time. Mm. So just be like, you start here, you start here, go. Men versus women. Hmm. it'd be flipping awesome yeah yeah but i that like but that's I, I didn't know i'm not i'm not saying i'm just saying that if I think the world that this like is. the marathon times are the marathon times just put like i'm sure kipchoge and people would be like yeah let's do this mm. be like you start there we'll start here and we'll even it up and it'll mm-hmm. make it everyone gets better mm. Mm. basically what i'm saying is world i've got the answers you just need to listen i just still I think don't, I, fixed it no i just still don't think it's as, like i think that what you're saying is like a viable solution but i don't think it's the solution it's sport yeah but no, i don't think it is but, but only I if think, you want to keep it segregated you you want segregated that's what you're saying i'm not saying i'm equalizing it no i'm saying yeah. everyone can participate based on uh, this is equity like the equity um, yeah it's, it's equity yeah equitable outcomes mm-hmm. so where you're just saying like it just comes down to like everyone starts like, we work out mm. where as close as we can Sports is entertainment. Yeah, I, and I I agree with that. It is at the at like its the, core like, value. The I, reason why we also, watch sport the is fastest, for entertainment. The fastest hundred meters in the world makes fuck all difference to the world. No, exactly. But and this is what I keep thinking. Like this trans athlete competing in if football the, disappeared it tomorrow, <laughs> there'd be loads of sad depressed. There would people, be a I lot know. of sad depressed people. Well, just look. That's what happened last year. And some people's lives will. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like it doesn't actually make a difference. Yeah, people will watch anything. Mm-hmm. I think if you just mix the Premier League up now... But I think this is why the trans athlete thing is so... is so controversial in some aspects, is because... People this are is, transphobic. But, no, but this is the way, like, the real world and sport cross over in, like, mm. a really obvious way. Because if you're saying that she can't compete, are you saying that... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a weird thing of being like, if I say, I don't think it's fair that she competes, I don't think she should compete. You don't think she's a then woman. Then morally, I'm like, fuck. Like, You're this, it blows my mind. Yeah, because then I'm like, hard. she it deserves every equal opportunity. You should be able to identify as whatever the fuck you like and be able to access whatever you want based off that. However, when you then are like, in sport, this is But is it because fair. it's taking away someone else's opportunity or like... Yeah, is it at the risk of... Of what? Of, a, of, of someone a else's opportunity. woman not going or not qualifying? Yeah, I guess so. But, like, no one's actually bringing that up. Like, no one's actually talking about the lived experience of the competitors that she's against. Well, they might be okay with it. Yeah, exactly. And I can't find any... Uh, what I'm finding constantly is a lot of sports scientists who are predominantly male discussing what they think of this a lot of opinion pieces of people Mm. being like this is what i think but no actual 
athletes or anyone discussing how this impacts their experience or their opportunities the closest I've got is someone who plays elite rugby saying actually it's an issue of safety and in that regard you know but I don't think there's many examples in rugby well world rugby say that you can't do it anyway it's just categorically not allowed some I bet Aussie rules there some national boards allow it because they don't want to see as exclusionary they want to be really inclusionary but I think the percentage of it is tiny of the amount of actual trans athletes competing in that I I think but it's also like if say you I mean because it's also quite you know if I was to think about a lot of people that I know who are trans, they're not massive phys- Like the problem is the media puts a spotlight on any masculine trans athletes. Lots of trans people, I, and this is not coming from like, oh, I know, mm-hmm. but the, a lot of trans people I've encountered are not traditionally very masculine. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of sport, you wouldn't notice in rugby, but mm-hmm. surely if I was a 98 kilo super athlete who's going to play rugby against physically in like you know smaller humans you could just say to them hey don't kick the shit out of them Mm. and that would be okay Mm. i watched a five foot two seven stone friend of mine dump tackle a 16 stone forward Mm. like destroy him yeah so then i was thinking so then i was so i was i I think it comes down to like the trans athlete not being a massive twat yeah which i don't think they would be you know and if it's just that idea of like allowing people to play sport and it's on the teams and the the individuals to to play safely yeah so i was having this conversation with someone that i know that plays university rugby now university rugby for women is a really odd not odd but no it is a bit odd no is it is in like you have girls that will have never played rugby before be like i'm gonna give this a go playing against people who are playing professional rugby yeah exactly so like women professional rugby so yeah at at bath when i joined in my first year i had never played competitive rugby before on my team were five international players who i had to play with and against in training but then the issue, there's so many issues of safety around that because if they just decided to be dickheads, like you're saying, like if that person decides to be a dickhead and just destroys people, then there's so many issues of safety around that. But it's like jujitsu. If you're a black belt in jujitsu you and you're fighting a white belt, you don't, like you don't, if you yeah, exactly. beat them up, another black belt will come. There's video, great mm. videos. Here we go. Here's a YouTube moment. Go search for like jujitsu, black belt mm. gets, you know, a lesson from uh, so like you'll have someone who's good at jujitsu bullying a new person Mm. and then a black belt will come over pin them down and just slap them around for a while and Mm. teach them and you're banned from jujitsu yeah (laughs) i mean not every like i think in the past it would be now there's probably like some awful jujitsu places that allow you to do that Mm. but in the same way in the gym where we are if someone is clearly physically dominant and they're acting like a prick, we'd be like, hey, this is not your place. Yeah, just Or I would personally be like, cool, we're going to stack the odds against you and mm. humiliate you mm-hmm. to make you know what it feels like. Yeah. I think that if you zoom out a bit and forget about, if you think about it as human beings, I don't think, like for a lot of 
to, and like predominantly the argument is only against men transitioning exactly to female that's sport. the other thing if a female transitioned to a man no one cares exactly they'd be like, oh, good on you yeah exactly this is only an issue because it is the patriarchy is saying like you know women want the vote but they want to be protected from men athletes that's what it is yeah but it is an it is you could play it out like that so the idea of if we were teaching humans to be good humans it shouldn't be an issue no and right up until the point of like if you know yes if in the future there are no biologically female athletes in international sport Mm. then revisit it Mm mm-hmm yeah but just keep it but right now there isn't there isn't the evidence to suggest it's a massive problem no exactly there is we have very little evidence and very little research in terms of what will happen if this happens Mm. but unfortunately the future of this is that like there will be no research into it or any funding for it because it is essentially women's sport and the percentage of funding that goes into women's sport is like a minuscule amount like i told you the story of the why is that well yeah because it's not but like i don't understand because sport is what at its core well it's entertainment isn't it and what do people want to watch just people smash the sports shit, people. Sure, yeah. They just want to watch elite sports. And unfortunately, mm. because there's less time invested and in, like the argument's always, I don't know. Mm. It, it's really hard, but like but you, you can't find the answer to these big problems. The answer problems. is in counterculture where you just see it now. And it's like mm. women climbing is that they're, they're mm. really good at sport climbing and doing, doing stuff that like gymnastics. I don't know. Not <laughs> like parkour. Mm-hmm. Like holy smokes you should see some of the girls doing parkour Mm. they're ninjas and are dominating but it was invented by men and they do bigger stuff because they can jump further and jump harder Mm. it's really hard but Mm -hmm. it doesn't make it less you know it's it it, red bull are sponsoring female athletes and hopefully paying them the same well yeah good on crossfit yeah they pay them the same yeah Mm mm-hmm and to be fair, like if you were going on, like, and but then, again, but that, this was another but point. They also banned. They also banned trans athletes before. Mm. So, yeah, and like this is a point that we're talking about in the in the week with like there are female cross crossfit athletes who have dominated events where men and women have competed side by side. Yeah, like if you want different look, weights though, they've never dominated. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Different weights, but if which is my argument. What is your argument? I'm confused. What do you mean? So anything, just give yeah, so based just, on potential. So yeah. you just stack the field in terms of like men and women competing side by side works. Mm-hmm. But you don't have women using the same, if you, you adapt it to make it a fair, you're looking for fairness in sport. Mm. Well, that just comes down to like how you hand out the objects at the start. Mm. But no one wants to tune into sport to be like, oh, okay, like this is, we're going to watch this bit to see how they're handling this out. Who's that, wa- who's that new sprinter with the fabulous hair and long nails? Oh yeah, I don't know her name and I feel okay, awful. Okay, so you just take her time and mm-hmm. she runs 80 metres against the fastest 100 metre men. You're mm. telling me it's not exciting? Mm. It's totally fair. You're like, okay, this is real. She's got a real chance of winning. But then it's going to be like the whole, like then there's just be the whole just, argument. Of, like there will be a group of people that will dismiss em. that as so a what? Thing. Yeah, but they're not the, the majority. Same Everyone group else of will be like, this is also Consistently dismiss women's sport have, anyway. Have women's footballers take the top women's league, like the, take the, I don't know, who's the best women's football team in the world? I think it's... England? I think it might be Chelsea. What do, oh, like... Um, or Chelsea. Yeah, I think. Take them and be like, okay, you're playing against... Know. Manchester United men mm. 
and you've got a 10 nil head start and you can dead leg them all at the start. But I just don't think anyone, everyone will be like, oh, well, yeah, I just think it just, I think the idea of it, but. But what? I think it'll just end up with a really dismissive. It's harder dismiss- with skill stuff like No, but that. I think it'll just be really, I think that will end up in a really dismissive culture of women's sport. I, re- I genuinely think that will happen. It's not women's like, sport seen- then, it's sport. Yeah, but. but the Tour de France. You the Tour de France, that, the women's Tour de France. But you're saying like, oh, okay, we're going to give women an advantage. No, we're not. We're, e- we're not giving an advantage. Your example lev- you just used was like, oh, it will be a women's team. No, and that's then they just- levelling the playing field. If it, Let them play a full game. And if Manchester United win 22 goals. Yeah. To four. Yeah. Then the women start with that head start yeah. of 18 goals. Yeah. And then it's an even playing field. But then they I think, know that. Yeah. But then you're saying, so to most logical human beings, they're like, cool, this is even, this is an even playing field. This is exciting. Yeah. Now, most sport fans, I'm not, not most, but a lot of sport fans are just not here for that. They just want to see people get I think crushed. No, I think you're, like, you're generalizing. People want to see, people bet, people will bet on anything. Yeah, people will bet on anything. I, we haven't tried this. A, apart from in CrossFit, it's exactly mm. what happens in CrossFit and people love it. Mm. People loved that last event where they were all going together. Yeah. They thought it was amazing. Yeah. So I, I would argue it's a real thing. I, I'm personally as a woke twat if i can say that like i would be completely down for okay take the top marathoners and be like you're gonna run this based on like either whether it's a percentage of time or like with a head start and be like you have to chase them down mm. i've that that happens in like right this those format races i am like i am completely on board with this idea i think this idea would work i'm just being like i think that yeah, if people you, wouldn't be happy yeah, about it, exactly. but it doesn't, I just, yeah. that's and not I just the think concern, that is it? Like, the concern is the fairness mm. and the opportunity for people. Yeah. And I don't want to live in a world where, like, it becomes, there is even more ammunition for the patriarchy to be like, well, now we're giving them the 20-meter heads. Do you know what I mean? I just no, but, but you just ignore, the patriarchy is mm. just removed from the situation. Yeah, Sport is sport. It's not going to work with, like, women's rugby because no. of, like, that risk element. You can't just say to, like the French forwards be like, can you just not tackle yeah, exactly, them that hard? Yeah. But like, I don't know, like that's probably not where this argument needs to be. It's much more about track and field and stuff. Yeah. I think that this, this argument applies to certain sports, but it can't apply to everything. If that makes sense. And also who, it's a good who is, solution who is for like the weightlifting I, argument, I, but it's the idea of like, who is suffering more? The, uh, let's be Trans honest. Teenagers or elite millionaire sports people but i don't even think it's the sport people i think that it's like who is suffering more on the internet yeah who is suffering more trans athletes who just want equal opportunities because let's be honest this new zealand weightlifter is not hasn't had their say on it like this could be their life's dream like this could be everything they've ever worked for as an olympic she went to the commonwealth games and she broke her arm horrifically and was told you're probably never going to compete again so like we're not hearing you know and also no matter what if she wins people are still going to have a caveat of like, mm. well, in the same way, like Lance Armstrong won those Tour de France's. They've removed his yellow jerseys, but everyone knows, like no one, yeah, everyone the knows person that actually yeah. won was in like 14. Yeah. <laughs> when you take out all the yeah, doping. Yeah, yeah. You don't care because mm. people, I'm not going to like, you know, I just think it, the only down, the only thing that people are going to argue is that, well, there's another woman that isn't there having that chance to compete yeah. on the stage. I think, I think at the core of it, that is the argument. But I think that, no one has ex- is explicitly saying that. I think just a lot of people are just 
trying to be like well physiologically this doesn't work so it can't happen and that's the only argument i'm really seeing like outwardly from a lot of people i I mean this is the difficult thing of gender fluidity because it is a historic i again i'm so ignorant about this and it's so hard to talk about the idea but the more people shy away from it Mm. i think you have to be prepared to sound stupid and just i I think you have to be prepared to be wrong and corrected about it but traditionally throughout human evolution and within all things there's gender fluidity yeah so what i wonder about is if someone lives in a culture that is not doesn't have like modern science traditionally Mm. there's lots of older civilizations that have like gender fluid people Mm. in their society who don't I don't want to project on them. Like maybe they're just, they identify as gender fluid, but don't need surgery or to take hormones because they're accepted. Mm. But that's different because it's the question of like growing up. If you're in a body that you don't feel at home in, Mm. you want to change it. But if society was just be who you want to be, Mm. identify as who you want to be, would you, would that, is it more that society projects this is what a woman is this is what a man is Mm. to the point where you feel like you need to have surgery to identify as that and truly feel yourself whereas Mm. if you were brought up outside of the western world and media and social media and you were just in a community of loving people and you expressed yourself and identified as a as a what as whatever you want to be would you feel the need to physically change yourself or would you be loved for who you are mm. i guess as we i mean it's, it's frightening for me to think that someone would have to go through invasive difficulty but i also know people who have had surgery and it is like completely changed their life and mm. they're much happier for it i just it breaks my heart that anyone i like the idea of anyone having to have an operation for anything is like scary oh yeah to me. definitely i don't like scalpels i don't so you know like the thought of like but also, I don't look, you know, I just look at my body and go like, oh, you know, mm. I've never woken up being like, I wish I would, like, this feels completely wrong. Yeah. But it is interesting to think, I know that in cultures like, I don't know the name of countries, like Polynesia and places where they have, like, completely accepted gender fluid people mm. who don't have surgery, but then maybe they are living a life where they wish mm. for something else. I guess. I guess we're all just fucking ignorant. You need to ignorant. ask people. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. And it does get more frightening as we move down the line of uh, CRISPR technology and, you know, gene therapy, and picking what gender you be. I mean, that's the thing. Like, adults are able to now decide the gender of their baby. Mm. Yeah. You can guarantee, and we're years away from being able to choose the hair color and eye color you know and and they are genuinely having conversations about the you know they're going to eradicate people with down syndrome because um, people are going to have the choice and it's yeah that's mm. a really terrifying thought in terms of like and it's hard to put yourself in that position but the idea of yeah realistically imagine being a person and being told that you 
everything about you is something that society are going to choose to like remove from the planet so i read Autism. a thread this morning about gender reveal parties and about how they you're documenting people's reactions to finding out that they're having a boy or a girl yeah and there's becoming an e- increasing trend of men to look disappointed at having a girl and people are like one day your daughter could find that video well they're going to and look at how disappointed you are that you're having a girl and how your friends reacted to you having a girl one day your parents are gonna read your social media posts about how much your fucking kids are doing your head in and blah 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 like yeah it's it's all part of the same problem but like imagine something that you haven't chosen is something that has been documented as being disappointing before you've even been born mm-hmm. and like comments on videos where it's been like oh you know this is my third daughter and they're having gender reveal parties and it's men literally like walking off getting in their car and leaving and you're like your third daughter's gonna watch that back and be like oh cool so he like he didn't want me he didn't want me to be this gender that's because people are twats yeah people are complete twats but also like are you more upset that you are not having a son so that you can impart your i don't don't know i don't even know why the fuck you would want a son more than a daughter anyway or are you more concerned that you're bringing a third daughter into a world where you have acted like a male asshole for however many years you exist do you know what i mean like it's that whole Mm. thing of what's your issue with having another girl in your life because i don't see how if you want kids what would it matter what gender that kid was if you if you just want kids Mm. and why gender reveal parties have even become a thing in in itself because people like getting together and doing stuff and having attention Mm. also on that note they're not gender reveal parties but but are they they're sex, sex reveal. reveal parties genital reveal parties yeah they are gen- just genital reveal parties yeah yeah what, what age does that become inappropriate what genital reveal yeah. parties I'm 40 this year oh my god <laughs> just pop a balloon that's the, strip count, that's the counterculture yeah. thing isn't it 40 year olds having genital reveal parties I think that's called a sex crime yeah. in most places oh 100% yeah. that's a sex crime especially if people aren't invited to it <laughs> Just running around restaurants. And if it's not in your own house, yeah, for sure. It's a boy! (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Can you move away from the salad bar, please? (laughs) Someone's going to eat those pickled onions. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just a really... My just my Going back to what I said, my main struggle with it is that there's just no, like... It's not black and white. It's really grey, and even though... I spoke to loads of different people at the core of it it was like emotion versus science mm. and that's the bottom line of it but it, at the end of the day it's not science is it it's not just science it's not just emotion it is the blurring of those worlds yeah because gender is not science sex is and then it's working out the parity between yeah exactly. but i think it just comes down to not you know at the moment is pick who you want to oppress mm-hmm. girls or trans girls as opposed to how do we make it inclusive? Yeah. And I've given you all the answer. So you're welcome, world. Cue mm. all also, the listeners messaging me like, the podcast I shared where, where they talk about this, like I would just go in with a caveat of being like, it's two male sports scientists discussing this. So just... You're assuming their gender? Well, they do say we're men talking about this. Hmm. At least they acknowledge that they haven't missed the 
But were they born men? Does that matter? Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's a complex world, isn't it? It's very complex. But in the grand scheme of things, you are right. If we zoom out, this issue makes no bearing on anything else in anyone's lives. It's just angry. Apart it's, from it, the it's people it directly yeah. affects. And even the people involved in, most of the people talking about it involved in sport are not elite sports people anyway. So yeah, exactly. Like the people that are being like, here's my opinion on it. It would be like going to park run and being like, oh my God. Uh, just so you know, that man. <laughs> well, just, no, I think it's even more removed from that because so many people are like, have never even touched a barbell, but suddenly have an opinion on a sport that they've hmm. not engaged with ever. And you're like, well, you know, if you, I guess everyone's entitled to an opinion, but you can't just be angry at a problem that... And you can't be angry about people for being upset about it. And no. you can't immediately label them transphobic because they just... Well, no, that is the other argument. You, you provide, you can't... It might be transphobic, mm. but they may not understand that. You have to give people the opportunity to lean into this and learn and explore mm-hmm. it as we're trying yeah. to do yeah in public yeah no. <laughs> documented my anger is just that people that are like oh this isn't fair for i'm really sport. hoping like 12 years time we can someone is going to dredge us up and be like and as we see in the olympic finals here as predicted by owen pillai the new owen pillai system of weightlifting yeah, yeah. Bring it on, Sinclair. Yeah. The the pillow formula. Yeah. You're welcome, world. There we God, go. Got what to do with the rest of my week? Give me well, a problem, you've guys. This problem. Sorry, folks. Sorry, mm. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So is so, that sports corner? <laughs> sports corner this week. Stitch me right out there, didn't you? I knew you would have researched about it. I didn't think that you would have gone in. Bl- I didn't think you would have come in blind. <laughs> shooting from the hip. Just shooting from the hip on this topic. Mm. I mean. It's, I mean, I put a lot out there on my Instagram stories. A lot stories. of this is on the patriarchy. Mm. Because women should have had more access to education and sports and fair pay and not have to play in a half-empty stadium the day yeah, after. Exactly. But so, also, let, like, I mean, if you took how many go to the FA Cup final, what's the percentage split of audience? Mm-hmm. If it's like 80% men, 20% women, and then you take the split of the women's FA Cup final and it's poorly attended, it's fucking women's fault because they don't like it. Mm. Like the reality is if like, if you want an equitable world, it's like, that's just not that popular. Mm. But is that because of blah, blah, blah. But who knows? It's just invent new sports. Mm. Like full contact cricket. I mean, and I th- golf. I think these sports are definitely under development somewhere. Yeah, no one's talking about frisbee golf in this, are they? No, no one's talking about frisbee golf. Why would they be talking about frisbee golf in this? Exactly. But that, you know, you can't make it... <laughs> why, why shouldn't it be represented? Hmm. Literally, there's more money in online gaming anyway. Yeah, just... In just Asia, everyone they fill really... stadiums to watch. People can play computer games against yeah. each other. And drone racing. Mm. Racing drones. Mm-hmm. With a million dollars. So what we're saying is everyone should just become really sedentary and just get really good at games. Everyone just shut up. Fuck off a lot of you. (laughs) Fuck off. No. No, because these opinions do have their place and they do have conversations and stuff like that. Mm. You can have really nice conversations with people where you educate yourself and learn from it. And And on all of these things, it's much more about listening. Like, I think if everyone took the time to listen and hear people's arguments and not be dismissive. Everything at the moment is dismissive and polarizing Mm. about everything. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. 
in so, the yeah, news? Dinosaur news? Uh, well, I, look. This consumed you. This consumed me. I've got paleontology news. Yay! So um, I got injured fossil searching. Oh my God. Yeah, Kerry told me that you found fossils. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So we were smashing open rocks to get these tiny little shell, perfectly preserved shells That's out amazing. of some rocks in a quarry. And uh, five minutes into it, in the middle of literally the middle of nowhere where we're staying overnight in a forest with no access to anything mm. first time we did this i sliced my finger open with a knife oh really badly and this time i sliced the top of my finger open and removed my entire fingerprint excellent like the flap was just but now you could steal diamonds or something if you could just grow back because like, I, I went down and got a paw patrol no uh, PJ Masks plaster mm. and put it on, you know, uncomfortably tight. Yeah. So that my finger was like dead and just held it, tucked it into my backpack for the night. And when I took the plaster off three days later, which probably wasn't a good idea, um, a new fingerprint was growing underneath. There we are. Under the dermis. So, yeah, dinosaur, stay safe out there when you're searching for dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, it can be. Do you follow the. Um, Yorkshire Fossils page on Instagram where they open ammonites every day. Let me let me give a shout out to this account. You can order an uncracked ammonite and split it yourself. Take my bloody money. Or they can do it for you. And I was like, no thanks. No, I want to do it myself. Yorkshire.fossils. And some of their fossils, look at that, they found. That's amazing. But let me show you one of the unboxing videos. So they basically every day just crack like they go to this beach. And every day they just find a perfect, and loads of them are like this weird gold color. Whoa. And they just hit them with a hammer and a perfect ammonite comes out. Oh my God. What? I'm going here. Look at this one. They found like a jawbone. Yeah. They That's found some really cool stuff. Incredible. Ready? That's so cool. Every single day. So yeah, Yorkshire.fossils. Tell them we sent you. Oh yeah, I will. Because Mickey wants an ammonite. I really do. There, look at the colour on that. Just finding that rock would be cool, but imagine then they smash it open. Check this out. Look how gold it is. Whoa, that's so cool. Look at this one. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. I'm going. See ya. Also, there's a great video online of uh, a man that finds a crab, preserves in a rock and like drills it away. Is it? Look at those. Yeah, that's, I saw that one. That's really cool. So yeah, Yorkshire.fossils. That's my internet recommendation along with um, Bo Miles. If you need me from the future, I will be in On a beach Yorkshire. in Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. No, I have no... Yeah, this um, topic consumed me to the point where I was either only listening to podcasts about it or only reading stuff to try and educate myself a bit better about it. I mean, I learned a lot about physiology in terms of... I learn more about physiology than i thought i knew which was good so i've educated myself there but good skills mm-hmm. well there we that, go yeah yeah i mean we'd love to hear what you have to think about it yeah because it is just what you think about it exactly it is at the end of the day it is and let me know if you would enter my version of the olympics <laughs> yeah i guess it's it is also opinion like it the ioc have said that it's fine it's happening so i don't know what everyone expects like what do they think that ioc is going to think about mickey james that's in swansea commenting on it they're not going to give a shit they've ruled that it's allowed it's happening so we just now have to tune in and watch if we're that engaged but the likelihood is is that weightlifting is a minority sport anyway there's not that many people tuning in until you find out two days later that someone put 
250 kilos above their head, you know? And while we're on the topic, can we also talk about why you have to wear a singlet? Yeah, why? There's a big argument for this in gymnastics. If boys' gymnastics, so the podcast podcast, you talk about this. If boys' gymnastics were allowed to wear, like, shorts and a t-shirt yes then why why no would there not be more boys doing it yeah i mean probably yeah absolutely and girls just like you know wear what you want just do gymnastics for fun can we talk about um simone biles doing probably the greatest like fuck you thing ever wearing a um what you call it a singlet with a goat on the front of it to be like i'm the fucking greatest of all time and then went and did this move that no one else can do was it a double pike back yeah. layup yeah yeah well, I, I mean, was like, that I mean, is... a lot of boys have done it. Next just level. Saying, so, you know. Hey, she's... I'm joking. Break for a girl, yeah, I know. Physical ca- capabilities of... Well, she's of arguably the gender? greatest... Gymnast of all time. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Hmm. Undisputed. In her lane. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm wow. joking. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, hmm. it's tremendous. And no, but like, to... don't like... The, I swear, follow her on Instagram and... There are there are men telling her that all the time. So that's hilarious. She's, she's like, in, like she's un- wearing a singlet, being like, "I am the greatest of all time." And men are like, mm, "But are you though?" Yes. Men who yes, she is. have never, never set foot yeah. in gymnastics. It's the same when you see like weightlifters be like, "Here's me doing a 110 kilo snatch," and men being like, mm. "The thing is, if you pulled," and then they're like, mm, "In um, what?" In gymnastics as well. It's not just like what she's achieved in terms of like individual like performances like the longevity of her career mm. is astounding in something that is so physically punishing yeah they will break bones and be like you're going back out yeah exactly to finish your routine mm-hmm. yeah yeah shout out you fucking tell them mm. stupid non-competitive people that are well, it's just, oh, it's, it's just oh, yeah, exactly. It's just always people that have never actually played or have never actually engaged with something. And then they're like, you're doing it wrong. And then you're like, what? Oh. Like, the, the, you know, the, when I first had my anger fueled by men discussing this, I was like, this person has never done this. So like, where where is your like experience of this as a sport? You've just decided to make a clickbaity video about, why you're sticking up for women in this Hmm. bearing in mind you're a pretty explicit misogynist so who are you talking about james smith (laughs) yeah doesn't he do loads of stuff about body positivity and women and all he talks about is everything is about calorie deficit yep triggered no i just he's done a big post about it i don't know i look he's one of those people that i think the problem is a lot of the stuff he says from both sides, it's like he will speak truths, but he says it in a way that's really... So his, he has a massive vendetta with Joe Wicks and says that Joe Wicks rips people off because you pay so little for his stuff that you end up just carrying on and never cancelling. And that's why Joe Wicks makes loads of money. The same model that James Smith uses... So you're like, you pick arguments with people that you think are flawed and then are using that exact same model to sell your programs to people. But I just take issue with, you know, it's a lot of the time what he is talking about should be a conversation that you have, but it's a conversation. It's not someone stood in front of a camera just shouting at why you're a dickhead. Hmm. And I guess some people do engage with that, but I think people engage with it in a... Has he done more more good or more bad? for the world well yeah probably 
I don't know. Like, well, I yeah, I'm not I, that I, engaged I, in it. So. I guess there are people that have, he's changed their lives. They've lost weight. They've changed everything about their lives because of him. I know that he has like profound effects on people where they've like left their wives or le- left their husbands because they've read his book and been like, this isn't for me. But I guess it's just the idea of, like you said, he, he is putting himself out there mm. and making it. So he like, it's quite, you know, I don't know. He says stuff that, He's not, for all the people, like, is it better to speak out, speak your mind and then be prepared to be like, I'm doubling down on this or like, oh, I've learned something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because again, if you listen, I guess he believes it's coming from a place of. I think he genuinely believes that when he, what, what he wrote about He's just not it, smart enough to come up with my solution. That's all. No, I, I think is, well, he didn't provide a solution. It was just the way that he was like. You know, I'm speaking up for women. I'm speaking on behalf of all women. But if he was doing, I don't know, did he speak out on Black Lives Matter and stuff because, or, you know, think other things because he does have a platform. So he, if he didn't speak out on it, you'd be like, well, yeah. not you, but people could be like, well, why aren't you using your platform to discuss this? I mean, his caveat is often like, do what the fuck you want, I don't care. But then we'll really care. Mm. Like it's, you know, he says that he's not triggered by certain things, but then he does a lot of like Q&As so they, they happen like daily and people send him and it's gone from being like questions about health and fitness to just being like statements about his behavior being like, well, you've done this. So what do you think of this? And then he like either shouts at them and calls him a dickhead. And then, and like his problem, he's got like a lot of followers and sometimes someone will write something being like, Hey, like, I think your opinion on this wasn't great. And then he like screenshots their profile and says, you're wrong, and then sends all his followers to this person's profile. And sometimes you're like, this person is just someone in London that was like, hey, I thought something you said was problematic, or like, is providing a counter-argument, and then he's just sending like, I don't know, 50,000 followers to their page. That's psychologically punishing, because he's putting himself out there on a platform. Yeah, imagine just being like me and then getting 50,000 oh people sliding to DMs being like be you're a fucking idiot no I'd be like well hey state this episode hasn't gone out yet so you know, <laughs> no, probably yeah exactly I'm waiting for my email off the uh, IOC be like tell us more about tell this uh, contractile uh, yeah. potential yeah hmm. anyway go. this has been a very sport heavy episode oh, tell me about it sorry normal life will be resumed soon enough okay is this the end of season two we're doing 20 episodes a season oh my god yeah it would be but are we just going to record next week yeah we don't stop it's just you know okay bringing it to a conclusion there we are well that that was season two (laughs) the thing is there's no theme it's just like in season two we spoke about everything yeah but it sounds cool to be like we're into our third season of the podcast yeah let's do that i like that let's do that so yeah here we go thank you for sticking with us for two it's series not season well anyone that's been uh with us for this entire series series two mm. has had the benefit no of 10 of the episodes being ones where we've got good according to mickey's theory oh yeah according to my theory and we got better recording equipment so yeah. we've really leveled up the poorly researched waffles the same some episodes have some form of structure to them others less don't. still not nailing that but okay Well, there we go. I've had fun. It's been a good run. Yeah. See you in series three, (laughs) if we bother. Yeah. What have you been listening to this week? I made a playlist. I know, I've contributed to it. Oh, great. Let's have a look. Let's dig up. So, I mean, it makes me sad that all my stuff is on Spotify. Okay, so here's Mickey's first. (laughs) 
Twice in one episode. I hope people at home laugh every time that happens. And if they don't, I still do. Yeah, you So have I've been listening to the drum and bass remix of Radio Not, which I think I talked about last week. The Hot 8 Brass Band. Kerry made a full-on playlist of just emo bangers. Nice. From the age of the which I've tried to check that you're still allowed to listen to some of them. So. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, some awesome ska punk, but they're not called the Scholars. They're called Telegraph, but they've got two names for their band, so you can only find them on one. Rehasher have got a new covers EP coming out. That sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. Listen to a whole album on the drive home. Buy Set Your Goals. If you like Newfound Glory, you'll probably like them. Then I digged in some old hot water music and Avail, who are amazing. It's Chaz Palmer Williams' birthday today. Shout out, Chaz. Oh, oh my God. Uh, JD McCra- Oh, you've been listening to The Lion King? Is yes, that the new I have. version of The Lion oh, King? Oh, I put the oh, wrong what? version in. What's wrong with you? I put the wrong version in. Damn right you have. Uh, um, oh, The Master Plan. Mm-hmm. I do like a bit of uh, Noel chipping away on the old guitar. Beans on toast. Yeah. Who's madness? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm just going to turn this segment into what Chaz Palmer Williams' song has Mickey been listening to this week. So, I've... my Touche Moray has been... Uh, I've, had a cu- I've listened to a couple of albums, actually. Nice. I went deep. Um, no, yeah. Um, for some reason, me and Kerry just could not stop singing I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King all weekend on a loop to the point where, like, no one was enjoying it anymore. <laughs> it was just stuck in your head and you're like this needs to just stop um but yeah they're my choices this week i found beans on toast because they came up in Chaz palmer williams radio nice mm-hmm. so yeah i really like that song and then i always listen to madness of some form so yeah they're my songs this week my recommendation would be to search out the live videos of touche Maury playing the um is survived by album right okay it's frenetic and is that that album that the no not stage four about uh no this is all about his like existentialism okay cool nice i'll add that to my list of stuff you'll never listen to stuff well i just feel like i'm reserving touche moi for a time where i feel like they'll be applicable when i stop talking about them you know i can like them now yeah definitely no i'm joking it won't be then they're talking with thrice in america if you like thrice People are very excited. Well, and they're touring now. They're about to tour with oh, Rice okay. and with the Drug Church Singers other band. It just South seems band baffling family. that people are like announcing tours. But I guess in America, like the the rules are very different in America. Like you can um if you've Lick been va- things. Yeah. Well if you've been vaccinated twice in some places, you don't even need to wear a mask anymore. Hmm. I believe. Well, um, there's also been a lot of shenanigans with that Fauci guy and his leaked emails. Right, okay. Where, oh yeah, so uh, the guy that's been making all the decisions right, and okay. speaking on behalf of science has also been in his private emails saying, oh yeah, this isn't true. Oh, blah, for blah. fuck's sake. Mm, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's exciting that people are starting to like actually do stuff and announce tours and things and these things yeah, are happening. I, I, I don't want to hang out with anyone though, so... Well, I well, just, that's, that's not a social distancing thing. That's a just generally I'm in just life. Just old and tired of life. Yeah. Well, some people, you guys are going to enjoy your concerts. Mm-hmm. I would like yeah. to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will watch it. Someone was like, "If you're missing Glastonbury this year, 
you can just put it on your TV and have some dickhead wave a flag in front of your face <laughs> for the entire well, most day. people that, like, <laughs> like uh, I was like you can just go put a TV down the end of your garden and just have annoying people disturb you all the way through it hmm. I did enjoy Glastonbury when I went it was yeah. very muddy mm. I mean is it isn't that just always I mean there was that's the funniest thing I've ever seen possibly at a festival was when they removed the bridge it was mm. so muddy i mean it was a, about a foot and a half of mud oh my God. deeper than your wellies but you know in festivals i'll put like metal sheets down on the floor to walk on like a yeah. path so they had those but they were underneath oh, no. the mud yeah so where two fields joined there was actually a ditch and there was a metal bit going over that you walked over like a bridge so unbeknownst to everyone some people had very cleverly removed that oh no so as i was walking uh this is like 2000, I think. As we were walking from one field to another, I could just see people just standing by the entrance to this field. And I was like, something's up here. Oh, no. You just get a weird feeling. So I was yeah. like, I'm just going to stop. Because they're all just like, there's only about four people lurking. Next, people walk past me, go through and fall over their head, like up to their neck, deep in mud. Oh, shit. And everyone like cheers, pulls them out. And then it's like, everyone likes, they five minutes later like everyone who's seen that has forgotten like oh, moved no, on yeah and then there's like 20 people oh and no it, got it must have been about 400 people standing either side of this ditch just watching people like walk you past. wouldn't like and people would just blindly like, walk along and then fall in a hole up to their necks in filthy disgusting like mud. it's all fun and games and then they'd be like a Way! yeah but you're at a festival with limited clothing anyway and now you're like fuck <laughs> Ah, oh, it was so muddy. There were people mm. paddling inflatable sofas around. That's amazing. It wasn't. It was torture. If you once you got out of your tent in the morning, yeah, you were like that muddy. Was that was it. Yeah. Like you'd walk, and then the mud would just pour over the top of your wellies. Correct. Oh, mm. Not ideal. That's right. You just had to embrace it. Yeah, I feel like in those situations, you're just gonna be like, "I'm muddy now for four days. I'm just gonna embrace it and deal with it." And then people were like, "Oh, there's free showers in the Oxfam." tent mm. in the green fields but it was like just full of naked fat gross old men hippies standing there waiting for obviously for girls to go it was like it was a really dangerous situation oh, i think like yeah huh. doesn't matter they were fat shouldn't have said that sorry but they were <laughs> it was just inappropriate i just feel like oh, no, was, yeah. there were a lot of predators just there for not for the shower i can imagine mm. yeah Anyway. Okay. So that's music, dinosaurs, and sport. Put the worlds to right. Thanks yep. for hanging out. Yep. Thank you. See you all next series. Yep. Which is just next week. Just next week. <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's good. It's good to talk. <laughs> it's good. It's good. That's the summary. We'll keep going anyway, because yeah, exactly. why not? And yeah. also, you got to remember that time is finite and everyone you love is gonna die live laugh love have you seen that video of the people singing mum quotes with live laugh love Shall have I play you seen with have you seen seen a lot of stuff the metal guys doing breakdowns of mum live, quotes yeah that's why i'm is talking, that what about. talking about have you oh, not right, heard okay. what the first one is it got sent to us by Lindsay. oh fuck i haven't seen it hang on i've seen them doing it Get that on the button! 
I'm telling you, I'm going to make the T-shirt and people, and it's going to be in that awful cursive font. <laughs> or maybe we should do it in you know, the death metal font, the really hard one to yeah. read. Just live, yeah. laugh, love. Okay, perfect. But can you put Add that on a button? Of, yeah. Put that on a button. Right. Live, laugh, love. Radical. I don't even know what button I'm supposed to be pressing now. Peace out. Smelly later. Done. Why are you just stood staring at me? Just... <laughs>